Good evening and welcome back to After Dark with Jay and the Real. Tonight it is just you and I. The basis for my work and a lot of my conversations is about what I call nurturing your soul space. And that means all of the ways in which you give back to yourself. All of the ways in which you nurture your mind, your body, and your soul. So I urge you to redefine what the word self-centered means. Yourself is of utmost importance and being centered is the key that grounds you throughout each and every day, which as we know, brings not only joy, pleasure and excitement, but each day in life brings stress, pressure and an abundance of responsibilities all of which we hope we can find a better balance with. So balance and harmony are a bit of a task to achieve and it's very necessary in order to live a healthy and intentional lifestyle. I truly believe that we find balance by nurturing our soul space so that we can give the best of ourselves to our daily existence and create the best daily experience, not only to our job functions, but our families and to ourselves. So tonight, I'm gonna talk to you a little bit about routine versus ritual and why it's so important to understand the difference between the two. You know, we, we all get caught up in each day, you know, in the daily grind and all the things that we need to accomplish, whether it's personal or professional. And routine can be defined as a sequence of actions that are regularly followed uh, in a fixed way, a fixed program, if you will, that's performed as a part of a regular procedure rather than for a special reason. And routines are important. They are because they keep the machine operating and moving forward. But it's important to remember that we're not machines, that we are human. And that within our routines, there is a necessity to recognize that your routine does not have to become monotonous or boring. So when you shift your perspective and create a ritual out of your routine, everything changes. Now, once you realize that routine can often be mindless, our jobs are to then turn routine into ritual, which not only moves them away from being mundane habits, but it turns them into intentional living, habits with meaning, habits with intention, routine with mindfulness. And really, truly, when you look at it, the difference between a routine and a ritual is simply the attitude behind the action, truly. And while routines can be actions that just need to be done, such as making your bed or taking a shower, rituals are viewed as a more meaningful way a more meaningful practice, which have a real sense of purpose. 
So moving towards the definition of ritual, when you look at the actual definition and even hear the word ritual, it often makes you think of religion. You know, the established form of ceremony or ritual observance. So what I'm asking of you is to look at the word ritual and look and feel beyond that. This is not about religion. This is about spirituality in the sense of tending to one's spirit or soul space, as I like to call it. The word ritual itself often, you know, stirs up that woo-woo, ceremonialistic, esoteric-minded belief system that sometimes turn people off. And that is not what ritual has to be. And ritual is very specific to each individual because we are unique individuals. I'm talking about turning the mundane into sacred, about cultivating a deeper level of conscious awareness, balance, and harmony in our daily lives. So no matter who you are, you have a routine or as I would describe it as a daily set of rituals that maybe you don't pay much attention to or give intention to. I'm going to say that again. You have a daily routine that you don't pay much attention to. You just do them and you don't give it intention. You don't give intention to it. And intention is the single most important part of what turns a routine into ritual. So I'm inviting you to take a moment to really look at what your routine is. What is it like? And all of the pieces that make up your day. I know, as we all know, that today's pandemic has created a huge shift in what a routine looks like, especially within the home space. So I invite you to think about all of the mundane parts of your routine, all of those changes and all of the mundane parts of your routine, like waking up, taking a shower, preparing a meal, your water intake, your internet usage, and then eventually after the day is done, going to sleep. So I ask you the question, what would happen if you were to turn your routine, or in other words, with your actions, what would happen if you were to turn your routine, your actions that are somewhat unconscious and not particularly filled with meaning, like some of the ones that I just described, what if you were to take those and actually reassess them and give them meaning and significance? Have you ever considered the possibilities of how that could change your life and impact your entire day? What if you were to turn these habits into self-love, 
and acts of self-care. The editor-in-chief, uh, Ava Dion for Bitch Magazine, she says it really, really well. And she says that self-care is not about vacations and bubble baths, no matter what you've heard from Instagram influencers. It's a set of cultivated, you know, have to preserve mental, emotional, and physical health. The phrase, a set of cultivated habits, needs to be integrated into our lives consistently for your self-care needs in a fundamental and real, you know, ritualistic way. So I'm gonna say that, ritualistic way. So, let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the top. The way I like to wake up in the morning and the way that I wake up in the morning is just one of the most important parts of my day and how my day starts really, really sets the tone for what the rest of my day is going to be like and feel like. So I'm not naturally a morning person. So it takes me a little bit more effort than the average early bird. My husband is a super early bird and he does it so gracefully. I don't know how, but that is not intrinsically who I am. So it does take me a little bit more effort. So what I like to do is what I call invoking the day. I start by allowing for conscious silence and conscious breath when I wake up. Taking that moment to just sit in a silenced state consciously. Um, and in my house, that means waking up, not talking to the kids yet, I haven't seen them, you know, waking up without looking at my phone and getting up and run, you know, to go do in the day. So once I allow myself that moment, I then invoke the day. And I do that in a way um, where I place mantras and affirmations into my invocation. So I like repeating a mantra or affirmation. And when I wake up, I say something to myself that prepares me for my day, depending upon what I'm feeling, depending upon what it is I need. What did I discover in that silent space that I just created for myself? And whatever I choose to say, I say with great intention because words are magic and they create the energy around you. And they also not only affect you directly, but they affect the people that you come in contact with. And if you have a full house like I do, it's going to directly impact the energy of everyone else and my home. So I may choose one morning to say in a sort of energy that I would like to invoke um, the need for less struggle. So if I'm struggling with feeling tired and I know I have a lot to accomplish, I might start my day by saying, I am full of life. I feel alive. I am awake and I am ready. I also like to chant. That's who I am. Um, I love to chant in the morning, Om Namah Shivaya and repeat that. It brings a sense of a higher vibration to my physical vessel. So I invite you to think about who you are 
and the things that resonate for you. So as we move on from that moment of invoking the day, then let's just say maybe the next step in the routine, if you will, that we'd like to turn into a ritual would be taking a shower, a bath, or whatever your pleasure in your daily routine looks like. Bring mindfulness and attention to the fact that taking a shower is actually a ritual. Again, shifting from mundane to purposeful and meaningful. Wash away and cleanse anything that you may feel is burdening you. You know, quite frankly, showering can become an opportunity to become more mindful of your body and its connection to your mind. And if you just focus on the sensation of that warm water, I don't know, some of you like cold, (laughs) but if you focus on the water on your body, on your skin, and the way your thoughts seem to be cleansed and flow more easily, allow that moment to become meaningful. Allow it to wash away and cleanse anything you may feel is burdening you anything that might be weighing on your shoulders and allow that moment in the shower to be whether it's the beginning of your day or the end of the day to wash away what no longer serves you and bring conscious awareness to that cleansing my day isn't about just me like most of our days aren't just about us but self-care is truly important But in my household, I have four young children. So I like to make sure that my four young children wake up in a positive mind frame, especially now with remote learning and all of the stress that's going on that they don't necessarily understand. And they're not of that age yet where they can fully process that. So I like for them to wake up with a positive mind frame and I teach them to be aware of their energy as well. So my coffee and tea time is a daily ritual and they know the importance of that to me. And they understand that within that moment, I'm processing my day, bringing awareness to the things that I need to tackle, all of which includes their energy spaces too. So they know that in those moments to give me that time to listen to myself so that I can help them. And after that, oftentimes we sit together and share a very sacred practice. And I hope that any of you listening may take this and apply it in your own way. I think it's a beautiful sacred practice and a very dear friend of mine calls it polishing each other's hearts. So what we do is we sit together We use essential oils and we dab it on each other's heart chakra, or in other words, our heart space on our chest. And we whisper words of kindness to one another. We share what we love or find special within the other person. And this truly helps, especially with sibling rivalry in my house, but it also just serves as a wonderful reminder that we all are filled with love. We are all different, but we are all very much the same in many ways. And it's a really, really great way to start the day on a really good note. So let's talk about the next next step that might come, whether it's breakfast, lunch, even dinner. But let's talk about something 
that comes after that, that can be, you know, somewhat of a mundane task, especially if you're doing it multiple times a day. And whether it's cooking or grabbing food on the go, eating a meal, you know, at work really quickly, let's talk about meal prep and why it's so important, as mundane as it may seem. What you put into your body, you have to think about how you prepare it. Taking the time to eat, which is a very sacred practice. These are some things that shouldn't go unacknowledged. I personally like to eat without interruption, which is very hard to come by. And I also like to eat in silence or over really good conversation, really meaningful conversation. And I really like to take my time. I'm, I think I'm the slowest eater at my table and I really enjoy it. Taking your time and enjoying every flavor and every bite is just so satisfying. And I know that reality doesn't lend us much time to not rush or eat on the go. But the reality is, is that we already know this about our lifestyle. Whatever your lifestyle is, you already know. And of course, there are gonna be moments that are unpredictable and, um, but for the most part, you know what to expect. And so the ritual becomes taking the time to create this self-care moment, this self-care practice, when you are nourishing and nurturing your body. And what you put into your sacred container, the sacred vessel, our human bodies, you need to realize that what you put in there is going to heal and give your body the energy to keep going. So be mindful of what you put in it and how you put in it, okay? Another part of a routine that turns into a ritual practice and I firmly believe this is that everyone must spend time with nature each day. It doesn't matter if it's for five minutes. You always have time. And I think that is one of the most overlooked things. I hear many people say they never have time. And they always ask me how I manage to have time. My 24 hours is no different than your 24 hours in regards to the clock and the amount of time that exists in a day. The clock is the same for you and I. It's about how we bend time, how we utilize our time. And bending time is a whole other conversation for another podcast, but that's what I do. I bend time and I put great intention into my 24 hour window. So it's the intention that we put into our day. So if I know I'm not going to get a moment to connect with nature, then it can be as simple as drinking my coffee outside for five minutes. So you may be saying, well, what if I'm taking the train to work, you know, in the city, or what if I'm getting on a bus and the only time that, you know, I get is literally walking from my door down the blocks to the train or the bus or, you know, whatever, whatever your circumstance is then what I will say to you is take that five minutes to walk to the train or the bus and connect with the fresh air and be mindful and intentional about your thoughts while you are walking, while you are drinking your coffee, 
while you were driving, drinking your coffee, open the window if you can only suck up the air, whatever it is, be mindful and intentional about your thoughts. It doesn't have to be overcomplicated and you don't have to be a monk, act like Buddha. You don't have to go on some crazy vision quest to create your sacred practices. The truth is it's really, really simple and it's all within every single one of us. We just need to tap into it. And if you don't know how, then surround yourself with community and people who can help you to realize and actualize that part of who you are. Like listening to this podcast, I hope it helps to guide you, you know? Um, So the bottom line is, when you spend time with nature and outdoors, you really begin to understand that she is the source of all creation. Nature, mother nature is grand. She's majestic and she lends inspiration to some of the most greatest designs. She's the master of healing, growth and transformation. So just find those moments to take it all in. The tiniest moments, take those in. Because you know what? The tiniest moments can create the biggest shifts. And I am a super firm believer in mother nature and what what is called grounding if you've never heard of it and that takes me kind of into the next thing that I want to talk to you about nature and being outside is when you do have the time ground earth earthing grounding bare feet and all take your shoes off feel the earth beneath you I don't care if you're in the snow, in the mud, standing on cement, you are outside, shut off your mind for a few moments and feel connected to the ground. Allow her to take all of the energy from your day and recycle it because she does. There's a reciprocity, energy goes everywhere and is connected to something else always. So she will give you great energy in return if you just breathe, take it all in and trust. If you um, scientifically learn about grounding very briefly and basically negative ions from the earth's surface pretty much rush, you know, rush through your body to discharge many different and um, unpaired positive ions or free radicals. I'm sure you've heard that term. So when we go about our day, we pick up so much of this stuff, these free radicals in our daily lives. And these free radicals are associated with discomfort and dis-ease. So when you expose your skin, you expose your body and your being and your essence to the earth and you reach beneath the soil or whatever, you allow the earth to do her job. You allow her to help you to heal. She's one of our greatest teachers. And if you just look around at the seasons and how they shift and change so naturally, therein lies some of our greatest lessons, okay? We can all learn a wonderful lesson from Mother Earth. So please keep that in mind always. She's around you always and you can tap into her infinite 
well of knowledge at any given time, which brings me to the mindfulness of drinking plenty of water throughout the day. Okay, after all, after all, if you really think about it, that's what our bodies are made up of. And maybe you don't drink enough water, so it would be a good idea to start. Or maybe you need to cut out certain things that you put into your body, sodas, juices, things with too much sugar, which we know aren't great. So sometimes not only do we need to add things like drinking more water or enough water, sometimes we need to actually change our routine into ritual and cut things out instead of adding. So I just urge you to think about that too. So I'm gonna now move on to another way that I try to create a sacred ritual practice. And now we're moving into music and movement. Some of which, you know, there are some moments in the day where I know, you know, I can't move to the music. I don't have the ability to, but I hear it, which is incredibly tough for me because, you know, when I hear music, I need to move. And when I can move, I'm certainly moving. And in my house, we have a daily dance party. I always find time to fall into the music because it raises your vibration and connects you with your natural rhythm and flow. Who cares if you have two left feet? We are primal beings and music and movement is super healing and moves stagnant energy out of the body by releasing what no longer serves you. And it also strengthens your life force. When you strengthen your life force, your life force gives you so much more of yourself back to yourself. Therefore, you have so much more to give. You have more energy to put out and you end up becoming the best version of yourself because you feel amazing. You feel alive. Now, throughout this entire process, whatever your rituals become, for however you need to process and feel connected to yourself, one of the most important things is practicing gratitude. This doesn't have to be another daunting task that you give yourself. Some people like to journal and sometimes it's just simply adds stress to the day. And you know, you're trying to figure out how, you know, you're gonna fit the time into now do that. So please don't feel like this needs to become another daunting task because practicing gratitude and mindfulness is something that you can just do no matter where you are. And so don't feel like you have to journal. It's just about being present. Now, allowing yourself to experience the present moment in any given moment and ask yourself what you're grateful for that's, that's practicing gratitude. Perhaps ask yourself, what are some of the lessons that you learned today? And you can even add this to your nighttime routine, you know, at bedtime. All you need to do in order to practice gratitude is to truly just bring 
conscious awareness to it, acknowledge all of the things and simply be grateful. And last, but certainly not least, how we end our day is so important. To bring conscious awareness to all that you have done. And perhaps this is the perfect opportunity, as I mentioned, to practice gratitude and reinforce your mindfulness. Time to rest your head has finally come, right? It's arrived and sleep plays such an important role in our physical health. And believe it or not, while we sleep, our bodies and our minds reset. We undergo immense deep healing and our bodies are made to heal themselves innately, but we have to be conscious and aware and we have to allow our bodies the time that they need to heal. It's truly quite amazing if you think about it that, you know, sleep deficiency causes all types of health risks. And I'm, I'm not only talking to the young ones, you know, you get the young kids running around, staying up late, partying, you know, putting toxins into their bodies and all that jazz. And we've been there, but it's important to bring awareness that our bodies have a job to do and we need to take care of them. And so not only the young ones, I'm talking to the parents that are overstressed and the people that are workaholics, like you need to make sure you get your rest because sleep deficiency causes all types of problems. And when we allow ourselves to rest, it really helps to recharge our bodies, period, end of story. It's really, really simple, okay? So be mindful of that and thank your body consciously for getting you through another day and have gratitude for how it functions. I'm the type of person that never seems to lose awe. Everything is awesome to me. So never lose awe about your sacred vessel, your sacred container called the human body. Never lose awe. Thank your feet for carrying you from place to place and all of the weight that it bears. And thank your hands for being able to guide you to, to touch someone that you love and your eyes so that you can see all the brilliance around you. You know what I'm getting at. So just bring conscious awareness to how amazing we are, how amazing you are as a human being. How amazing is it that we can do all that we do and thank our bodies for all of the burdens that it carries and how strong it actually is. Give it rest when it needs it, plain and simple. So I invite you to really ask yourselves what you need. What do you need? I invite you to think about what are some of the things that will make you feel balanced and harmonious throughout the day? And while you do, I ask you to remind yourself to be flexible and that each one of us is unique and that our days and circumstances are different. So when you're creating your ritual out of your routine, 
and you're moving away from routine and truly stepping into the lifestyle of the daily sacred practice of ritual and choosing to live your life intentionally, whatever you choose is about what is right for you. Now more than ever is the time to nurture your soul space. And I truly hope that some of what I shared will help you to do that. There's so much that we can talk about. There's so much that I love to talk about. There's so much that inspires me. I hope that some of what I said inspires you. Um, If you'd like to learn a little bit more about me, you can go to my website at lotusmoonrising.com. And you guys can also find me on Instagram at Jenny Delillo, Jenny with an I underscore Delillo, uh, again on Instagram. And I truly want to thank you all for listening to this episode of After Dark with me, Jay, your host, and The Real. And if I've touched just one person tonight, then I've done my job. So find me, pick my brain, read my posts, listen to my podcast After Dark. And if you feel like working with me one-on-one, that's something else that I do. So I wish you all a wonderful evening and may tomorrow be the beginning of a new way of living through sacred daily practices. Have a wonderful night, guys. I will talk to you next week.